So this is the podcast intro that we're now doing before we start the show, Toby. Yep. Thank you for writing my name in bubble writing, like we're in some kind of sick form class. You're welcome. Um, hello, I'm Greg. Hi, everybody. Uh, that's Toby Locke. We do the Don's on Saturday show, which needs a name change, by the way. Is this the actual intro? Yeah, this Excellent. is the podcast intro. Sweet. Uh, the, it needs a name change because Don's, Don's on Sunday made sense. I don't feel like Don's yep. on Saturday makes sense. But essentially, there's a two-hour preview show to the game at three o'clock on a Saturday. However, obviously, Toby and I are at the game and we can't be on the radio until three o'clock before a game, especially when it's in Exeter. I mean, we are good, but we're not that good. So we record it on the Friday. So this is this is we're just about to record the show, um, and this is the introduction to the podcast. We're going to start putting it out before the match because that makes more sense. But then it needs to go out before the show because the show goes out until three o'clock. Well, I mean, I doubt people are going to listen to the podcast and listen live. I mean, more than welcome to. No, please do. Yeah, definitely do. In fact, well, this is this is the podcast exclusive, essentially. And be sure to text in as well because we'll definitely read them. Also, what I want to say is, <laughs> what I want to say is, uh, there is already a Don's podcast out there. Yep. So we can't name this like the Don's podcast. Oh, well, we could, but they're doing a great job. Yeah, very and, much so. And keep it up. We're not here to tread on their toes at all. We're here, essentially, because my boss wants to fill up the MK Don section on the website. It's a good idea. So <laughs> that's why we're now podcasting the show. But what it means is you won't get any of the music and stuff if you're think if you one of those who loves football but hates Dua Lipa. Then this or is the, the weekend. Yeah, this is the pod. Oh, there's a new weekend track out, mate, which is my track of the week on MKFM Drive 4 till 8. Oh, great. Are we going to get to listen to that during the actual show? No. Oh. Um... If you are a big weekend fan, don't bother listening to the show then. <laughs> or, or when Dua Lipa is on, how just about, put the weekend on. How about this? Listen to the podcast, give it a few clicks to up the stats. Thank you very much. So my boss is happy. And then just stream the weekend on Spotify. Maybe, yeah, just like, or just like every five minutes or so when we reach a natural conclusion to our conversations. Just press play on Spotify or whatever your chosen uh, streaming service is and put on whatever song you like but also what this podcast intro allows us to do is be a bit more free of the reins of mkfm um and so we will in following weeks get people in or something to talk about i don't know i haven't thought about it essentially you're gonna hear a jingle and then it'll be us on the show doing dons on saturday who are we playing swinton you'll hear paul tisdale you'll hear who did we talk to david wheeler, david wheeler. as well loads of stuff coming up dons on saturday with greg burnett and toby Locke. MKFM. Toby, Dons are doing terribly. Yeah. I looked at the form table and we are the second worst team on form other than Notts County who are bottom. Yes. Yep. That's bad. It is bad. But it's, well, I mean, obviously it's considerably better than Notts County given that they're still in sick for 94 points off automatic promotion. So yeah. there is a silver lining in that most of the other teams around Dons at the moment seem to be Chucking points away in a similar way to the way Dons are. Dons are obviously losing games, whereas other teams seem to be drawing an awful lot. So it's meant that the table doesn't quite look as bad as it maybe probably should. There's a census around... Consensus? Census? Consensus. Consensus. Around fans that, um, you know, this is... We're not getting promoted. This is it. This is the plummet. It's standard. It's it's standard football fan logic, isn't it? Lose a couple of games, hit the panic button, everything's going wrong. Sack the manager, sack all the players. But it's not a couple of games. It's two wins and nine. Yeah, it, and seven. and they're still in the playoffs. I know. So well. So what's the so what's the issue? If the season ended today, 
they could still get promoted. So am I the negative one then, and you're being the positive, but at the same time, sarcastic and dry? Well, I'm just being a realist. If the season ended today, they'd still be sick and they'd be in the playoffs. Yeah. So quite what everybody's hitting the panic button for in February, considering the season doesn't finish today. You know, do they honestly expect the season to dry up I'll tell you in, what, in November? I'll tell you what does happen today. Go on. A home game against Swindon Town. And it should in, be a cracker. In which we'll get the pre-match build-up from Paul Tearsdale and David Wheeler very shortly. As we've just discussed, MK Don's in a really bad run of form at the moment. But if you're the manager, Paul Tearsdale, you've got to put a positive look on things. If you are a football manager and you do it over a long period of time, you, you have to be able to spin the positives and, and, and be upbeat about... Your, your possibilities and the chances you have otherwise it'd be a miserable place to go to work you know, sometimes you have a bad run you have to be able to um, have a picture some clarity and believe that you can work towards achieving that so it's no good just saying you know, we want to win of course everyone wants to win but it's understanding how you do that and having a, a set of, of drills and directions that take you there so Yes, we are positive in our mindset. We have to be. Um, we are still in a position that can, we still can affect our league position in a very good way by some good results. And there's still a large chunk of the season to go. You know, we've still got a third of the season to go or so. And yeah, lots to play for. This is the point. You know, the start of the season was all right. And then we had a really good spell. Was it November, October, November time? October time, yeah. Uh, we had a really good spell. And if we can get that going again, we've still got a third of the season left. And we could rock it right back up. Absolutely, which is why there's no point in hitting the panic switch. I mean, as it stands at the moment, it's four points off automatic promotion. You know, that could be one point come five o'clock. And then all of a sudden everything's right and rosy with the world again. So it's easy to hit the panic switch when you are in this mire. And yes, it's not been fantastic. You know, you and I have been up and down the country and it's been pretty and miserable. And sideways. And sideways for, for, to, not watch it, to not watch a game. Yeah. Um, and that's been, it's been pretty miserable. Those drives home have been dank and depressing, haven't they? However, it's not the worst thing in the world at the moment. There are teams who aren't in the playoffs. There are teams who are fighting relegation. So realistically, it's not the worst thing in the world. Um, but it is pretty dank because they could and probably should be high and dry at this stage. Mm. Against Exeter, it was interesting talking to Dean Lewington afterwards. He said, we were told exactly what to expect. Mm -hmm. We were told what the traps were, but we fell into them anyway. Yeah. And he didn't know why. Uh, Tears obviously explained to them, maybe in angry tones. I was definitely thinking angry uh, tones. Yeah, he wasn't, the be he wasn't best pleased um, uh, after the game, was he? Uh, what those mistakes were. And we wondered whether, you know, whether it had sunk in, whether those players now knew what they had to do. When a manager's in place and there's a team and you develop a team, it's an accumulation over a period of time. It's, you know, it's, okay, there's a reaction and there's a, you win one and you, you, you might be complacent the next or you, you lose one and you, you, you react and press and media and people in the business talk about that all the time. But actually, really, it's about an accumulation of themes and, and, and disciplines that we and knowledge and know-how and solutions to problems that we accumulate over a period of time as a group of people yeah. and all in one place at one time we can we can deliver those solutions Saturday we didn't so but this Saturday is a very different game I mean we've already seen this year playing home and away this year has been very different, especially in the winter months. You know, it has become it has become something which we have to look at and address for the future. But you know, whatever we did on Saturday against the team on Saturday, it, it'll be very different this Saturday. So 
it, will there be a reaction? Yeah, there will be, but it, it won't be the same game again. So it's, it's actually the long, convoluted answer is that game will never happen again. The, the variables will be different. But we have to learn generally as we go. And the players have to make, make decisions and find solutions on the pitch themselves. You, know, you, you, you need the players to be able to sense the moment and deliver what's necessary. Saturday, we didn't do that. A couple of things. Uh, one, I like that it sounds like an episode of The Archers anytime we hear from Portersdale yeah. with all the sound effects going on in the background, doors closing, <laughs> people walking by, and an aircon unit on, on and off nonstop. Uh, secondly, uh, first time it's admitted we're poor on the road. Yeah, it's, um, it feels like it's been a long, long time since we've won anything or got anything on the road. It's been one point since, I think, November the 3rd when, when they won at Crawley, and it's been a long old slog. And as I mentioned earlier, those journeys home haven't been fun. Um, and for the players, it'll be wearing on their mind because, you know, you play half of your season away from home. Mm. It's just as many points as available as at home. And you can't solely rely on your home form. And thirdly, I feel more intelligent just listening to Paul Tisdale. Yeah, you two have, have formed a strange little funny bond in the last few weeks, mm, haven't you? A bald bond, maybe. Mm. Yeah, uh, maybe. Notorious B.I.G. on MKFM, and sometimes I get called the Notorious G.R.E.G. How often are we saying? Well, that was the first time. And, I called and it you called it yourself. Uh, because people at press conferences, sometimes I ask questions and everyone turns and looks at me and thinks, who invited this guy? Is he a professional journalist? To which my response is, no. <laughs> Um, and <laughs> is, is that is that aimed at all the haters after your Jeremy Corbyn interview, Greg? <laughs> and here is one of the one of said questions because we were thinking. Well, I explained the question in the question, and it's a long journey, a few long journeys ahead. Exeter being one, we drove past Bath on the way to and from Exeter, where you're from. It's a it's a long way, Bath, to come to work every day, and it made us wonder: What do you do in the car? Are you reflecting? Are you playing tactics? Listening to music? Um, singing along to music probably not I mean that would be a lovely idea but uh, as a football manager you you spend a lot most of your time is actually is thinking time and deciphering certain conundrums or or planning meetings or taking phone calls or I can assure you I I I use my time Um, it's uh, it's one place I can't be found, which is quite nice. <laughs> Every now and then, it's quite be na- it's quite nice to be to be on the move somewhere. But it's I'm used to it. I've done it a long time. Um, I didn't think I could do it, but actually, what you find is you get a lot of thinking time and you get a lot of uh, decisions made. And um, it's nice to get a bit of solitude every now and then. So uh, as long as you you know you know where you're going, you don't have to concentrate on that. Actually, it's it's not the worst thing. Better than living in a hotel like Mourinho. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I do. I mean, I, I mean, it's very nice. This is a very nice hotel to stay at, and I do do that once in a while. But uh, um, it's nice to be able to. It's actually nice to be able to switch off, and if you can, every now and then, and just detach yourself, because actually, it is a very all-consuming job. I've always had a nice time when I've stayed in that hotel. What my dad said about that was that he was like, "Think of his increased the risk to life." I was like, what a strange response. It was like being on the road for that many hours, you just increase your chance of being in a crash. If he's on the road five hours a day. Well, yeah, I suppose so. Oh, but if the, chances of a, if the chances are 2% of having a crash, the chances are 2%, it's still 2%. Is it? Well, yeah. The percentage, the time, the time 
my, my he's more likely to have a crash day than you who drives five minutes to work no I drive like a lunatic <laughs> um, it's such a long way though yeah no it really is um, we it, went uh, as you as you mentioned in the question we we drove it last week and we got to that point at Bath and we thought right okay this is where th- this time that it's taken us to get here is how long Tiers has to drive to and from the stadium and it is a really long way it is a really long way but it does it does clear your head it gives you time to reflect it gives you time to I suppose get angry and and cool down a little bit so that at least when he gets home he's um he's a little bit more calm than uh, than he would have been stood on a touchline. It's like going to an away game every day you go to work. Mm. That's what it's like. Madness. Anyway, if it each their own. Well, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Can do what it likes. Ariana Grande, thank you next on MKFM. What would you like to say thank you Greg for? Um I would have said thank you for the coffee, but um I bought them again. Yeah. Yep. I drank it though, so you're very welcome. David, well, I don't know. I went a bit machichi, Toby. You're very welcome, Toby. I want to bought him a coffee. David Getter, salty. I'd have bought David Getter a coffee and clean bandit on the way next to MKFM. James Arthur and Anne Marie rewrite the stars on MKFM from one of your favourite films, Toby, The Greatest Showman. Yeah. Um, We watched that over Christmas. Not not together. Well, we we were we were together, but not. But yeah, it wasn't just (laughs) you and me cuddled up on the sofa. No. There was other people in the room while we were cuddled up on the sofa. <laughs> you enjoyed that not at all, did you? Musicals nope. aren't your thing. Not at all. No, I was raised properly. Uh, I, I really enjoyed it. Anyway, we'll hear from David Wheeler in a bit, which I also enjoyed. Good. David Wheeler for all the family. We talked to David Wheeler, who's just joined the club uh, from QPR on loan. And uh, not to be all down about it, but let's talk about the game against Exeter again, mm. where we lost. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah, of course it was it was frustrating. Any game like that is is going to be frustrating, I think. You know, it was all it was a shame that because it was going to be that sort of atmosphere, it was always going to be a, a derby type atmosphere um that we we didn't start in very well at all. Like the first sort of 15 20 minutes the you know, the start was really poor from us and and it was the complete opposite from them. They started really really quick. Um took their chance as well um, and then it was obviously like a quite an uphill battle for mm. us from there um, but yeah I think generally in the first half our our play our play going forward was you know was very difficult for for the players up front to to get a hold of it and and make anything of it um, and yeah like the, the the chances I had like you know on another day I would have scored and frustratingly that that, that wasn't the case um, but I know that you know once once I get a couple under my belt, that it'll just be I'll be off and running. It's funny, isn't it? Football. He did have a couple of headers, a couple of chances that went over. Uh, but you forget all about it, and it was a rubbish. We were rubbish, you know. But if if he'd scored those, it would have been completely different. That's well, that's football. the that's the strange thing about that Exeter game, isn't it? As bad as the first half was, it could have been two each within five minutes of the restart because Chuck's had one that was cleared half off the line. Well, it was half over the line, wasn't it? Mm. And then Wheeler headed one over. He had a header in the first half as well that went uh, just over the top. And it, it would have completely changed the, the, the game. Um, I'm convinced that if either of those two chances go in and it becomes 2-2, X to fall apart. Because they think, how have we batted a side for 45 minutes and within five minutes of the second half, we're back on level pegging. That shouldn't be the case. And we've seen it plenty of times with Dons when they go after a team seemingly put them to bed in the first half and then second half it all comes apart when they equalise it seems like that's going to be the story of our season like it's just about getting could, things could have, should have, would have. yeah it's going to be a case of getting things definitively over the line and sometimes you know previously two goals was enough to see teams off oh. now I think it's going to have to be three and I asked 
David Wheeler a Greg question as well. You most definitely did. Now, this question I asked David Wheeler, Mm -hmm. I was talking to a national radio journalist. Clang. We had lunch prior to the presser. Oh, my gracious. And he used to do uh, this kind of thing for Rotherham. And he said, you know, player interviews, manager interviews, every week they're very similar. Well, we often go into manager interviews, don't we, saying, what are we going to talk about this week? Because there's no real major talking points from last Saturday. It was just... You, so, were, you were rubbish. Can we move on? Together, sort of d- together we devised uh, a question for David Wheeler that was a little bit different. We saw Hernandez sign for Norwich recently and say his favourite thing about Norwich was the Argos. Uh, what's your favourite shop in Milton Keynes? Favourite shop in Milton Keynes? <laughs> um, I haven't really, I haven't really been around yet in in, in town. I have to say the, the Asda over the road because it's the only, the only, it's the only thing I've, I've seen, I've been to really. It's a great Asda, <laughs> yeah, yeah. big one, yeah. yeah. It is a good Asda. Not as, not as much relevant. He didn't love it as much as Hernandez loved Argos. He really loved Argos, though, didn't he? he I really mean, I don't think Argos. I love my mother as much as he loved Argos. Um, but thank you to you, by the way, for completely after I'd asked that question, completely paring it off. Um, Back on football. <laughs> um, obviously, you like I'm some kind of well. fool. Yeah, um, I didn't mean it to be quite as facetious as that back, in real life. Back but. on football, uh, but much like I had, I still have a mate who's from Nottingham, and he asked me once, "Have you ever heard of Matalan?" <laughs> I was like, "Yes, I've heard of Matalan." He was like, "Oh, I didn't know if you had them down south." Yes, do we have a Matalan in Milton Keynes? Yeah, where? It's in Bletchley. Oh, is it? Yeah. Go around there. Um, <laughs> yeah, I've heard of Matalan. But yeah, Argos goods, Asda goods. More shops you, available as I well in Milton Keynes. Wasn't the weirdest part about that whole conversation with your flatmate that you lived like opposite a Matalan? <laughs> yeah, when I was at uni and the, the red light of the M from the Matalan sign used to light up our housemate's room at night. <laughs> I was like, yes, I've heard of Matalan. A, we've got them in Milton Keynes. B, we live opposite one. Could you see it from his bedroom window? Yeah. Oh my gracious. <laughs> In a weird turn of events, Toby, tomorrow mm-hmm. I'm at a, let's, well, at a shop opening. They've paid us to promote it. So tomorrow is in Sunday, yeah? Yeah, and that's tomorrow. And uh, as is Chucks and Ike. Yeah. <laughs> and as far as I'm aware, professional footballers can't eat kebabs. I imagine they can. They may have to work extra hard in training to work off that kebab. Yeah, but I'm going to be there just near Chucks. But we haven't been allowed to talk to Chucks in the media because of the whole thing over the summer, how he wanted to leave and refused to play and all this. Yeah. But I'm essentially interviewing him tomorrow. Well, there's your exclusive, mate. Isn't it? With a mouthful of Donner meat. You you can get some great Chucks exclusive, like, Chucks, what is your favourite shop and what music do you listen to on the way to and from work? (laughs) Yeah, man. Um, uh, With garlic mayo all over my mouth. Is that what Chucks listens to? He listens to garlic mayo all over <laughs> no, his mouth. No, but we're doing the. Uh, if I'm, I'm going to be eating garlic kebabs. Yeah. If I'm going to be there, so. Are you going? You're going to take full advantage. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm not a footballer. You're walking. Um, I'm kind of a big deal. I'm due a free kebab. I can eat as much. Well, they are free between one and three. Again, they've paid. Don't us for don't this try and, don't try and take the gleam off it, Greg. You know, claim that you're a big deal and you can okay. get free kebabs. More details on our website mkfm.com. Again, they've paid us for this promotion. Not specifically this link, though. They did. Well, I was going to say because so far you've not mentioned the name of the shop. <laughs> well, I was trying to avoid it for uh, like legal reasons, but you're as long as we say that they've paid us, it's fine. Dons on Saturday with Greg Burnett and Toby Locke, MKFM. Oh, just interrupted Dave Francis, who's our voiceover guy. Sorry, um, Dave. 
that was clang that I know Dave Francis uh, that was the Don's and Saturday podcast it's the first time of doing it in sort of this format before the show goes out in some mm. kind of weird time warp how did you feel it went Toby? I think it went about as well as it was ever going to go Greg with you and me in here Good. Um, if you yeah. want to hear that again with a few more crunch and rolls and introducing songs and stuff it's on one till three do you want to explain what a crunch and roll is to the no no fair enough if you don't know ooh don't you know uh, yeah, that's it. For a long period, I didn't know. And now, for, you know, for for everybody else listening who has no idea, don't worry. And now, essentially, we just stop talking. I think we end the podcast every week with a clip from. Hi everyone, Damachiji here. Oh, I think it's only it's only right. Let's go today for this classic. Game plan was to keep them quiet for the first twenty minutes, which we did. Obviously, they didn't score till the twenty third. We know how good they are at starting games. If you look.